You're listening to Up Your Brave on RCR, Reality Check Radio. Welcome back, everybody. Natalie Cutler-Welsh here. You're listening to the Up Your Brave show here on Reality Check Radio. My next guest is Carrie Dell, and we are going to be talking about frequency activation for body and belief alchemy. Carrie's from Keps Health. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Natalie. I'm so excited to be here with you. I've been listening to a few of your previous um, interviews and you magnificent. So well done for what you're doing. Yay, a, a happy listener and also a guest. Well, it's so great. Um, Carrie, I know that our paths recently reconnected. We've known each other for a few years. I love it how people come back into our lives at the right time. For those of you that haven't met Carrie before, um, over 20 years ago, she was told by two specialists that she wouldn't be able to conceive children naturally. This started her deep dive into finding natural solutions for herself, and she didn't stop and found ways to heal her body. She has six formal qualifications along with numerous certifications, um, and she did indeed have her children naturally, and they're now teenagers, so it's a good news story. Uh, she's got over 20 years' experience assisting people and companies to exceed their performance expectations by ensuring they are healthy and balanced. While living in South Africa, she received numerous awards, was featured in magazines and newspapers. She had her own TV show, as well as her own radio show, a fellow radio host. She's passionate about creating vitality warriors and goddesses, teaching deep wisdom on creating optimum health, wealth, and joyful lifestyles to millions of people. Well, I'm excited to dive into so much of that knowledge today. We're just going to scratch the surface. We're going to be focusing on frequency activation for body and belief alchemy. Uh, but before we do that, I know you and I reconnected. So tell my, tell me, but also tell our audience, how have the last three years been for you and your family? I think this has been such, um, and I have to say, a magical time. Because I know it's been a really difficult time for so many, but I think it's been such an eye-opening time for so many as well. And for me, who's always been in the health and wellness, well, you know, it, it, I had to stop my business that was operating out of a medical center and I had to work from home. But what that got me to do is that got me to connect with so many international people. And it was just such a beautiful time because when we're dealing with online, it didn't have to, in my own mind, it's like, oh, I don't have to see people one-on-one. -on -one. I can actually help people across the world. And so I've actually absolutely thrived in these last three years just by being you know, hugely genuine with, with you know, being able to help others and offering advice offering support, offering accountability. Um, there were definitely times where I was also like, oh my goodness, what is the world going through? You know, what is this time? But I think it's a magical time because energy's shifted and changed. And I think we felt that energetically in the world, but we felt that within ourselves as well. And so for me, a huge driving force behind what I do is about making sure that people are aware that they have total control over their own health and wellness. And if we know that and we take control over our own wellness, we can actually create the beautiful lives that we were meant to create and not wait around for other people to tell us what to do, but to rather do our own research, 
feel into things ourselves, make sure that we actually, it feels good and we believe what we are doing right for ourselves. And I think that's the message that I've been able to give to so many people over these last couple of years. And I have seen how their lives have transformed and changed and thrived. And um, and I'm excited about still what's coming. I'm really excited. So I think it was a, a platform of change for me, a time of change, a time to adapt. I did notice, though, people that couldn't adapt, that were stuck in the old ways, they really battled. They really, really battled. But I think this gave us an opportunity to relook at ourselves, relook at what we were doing in our lives, relook at how we were connecting with others, and really deepen that, deepen that. So whether you deepen that within your own home or whether you deepen that online, I think if there was an opportunity for you to go deep with relationships, this was the time to do it. And I really feel like, yeah, you know, I, I, I've. I must be honest, I had the most brilliant three years. My, my business thrived, absolutely thrived. But I think it did have a lot to do with the mindset and it did have a lot to do with how healthy my body was and how confident I was with the choices that I was making about my own body and my own mind. Yes, exactly. And well, it's great to have a positive perspective come in um, and everyone's had honoring everyone's different experiences in the last three years. But I think there is a lot to be said. I agree with um, the impact of mindset and having a healthy body, it, but we'll get some resistance. You know, sometimes when I say phrases like, you know, you are the CEO of your own wellness, you know, I even had a family member come, you know, come back to me. Well, actually she commented on my Facebook post and she said, literally word for word, I think you need to check your privilege, which I thought was quite a woke comment to come back at me and a little bit snarky considering she never private messages me. But anyway, um, pe some people will think, oh, well, yes, it's, that's for some people that can afford organic. You know, they'll kind of go into those resistance places. So today we're going to dive into some practical things that people can do, some that might cost money and some that might not, yes. so that they can raise their frequency. So we're talking about activating your frequency um, and your body and your beliefs. Okay, so what do you want to share with us first? So I think a good place to start is to realize that there's so much that actually does impact our physical being. But every time that I look at what our cells are doing, so internally, if our cells are vibrating at a really high frequency, we know that we will. If our body slows down, we know that things are not going well. And we see this with aging. With aging, naturally, our body slowed down. You look at a little toddler. A little toddler is high energy, lots of, you can imagine what his, their little cells are doing in their bodies to bounce around all over. And then as we age, those cells just, you know, start slowing down and slowing down. But we all want to have a good quality of life. So how do we have a good quality of life? And this is to make sure that your frequency and, and everything that's happening within your body is at the best possible potential that it could be. And so a good place to start is to understand there's a lot that interferes. So there's toxins that interferes, but a big thing as well is your emotions and your thoughts. Your emotions and your thoughts get stored. And the reason why I talk about body and belief alchemy is because I have coached thousands of people on nutrition and they go, yes, 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 I've got this. I feel good. I feel good. And then after they finish a program, they go back into the old way of thinking. And this is your belief system. And so if you go back to old habits, you're going to live that life again. And it's a matter of we need to break those old habits. We need to actually get better realizations, become even more aware and more conscious. And the reason why I use the term alchemy 
because alchemy is used to turn matter, anything like, um, you know, it was used to turn raw materials or, or things like um, uh, metal into gold. And this is what I truly believe. When you have that transformation, you turn your brain matter into your brilliance. Mm. And so you really start to shine who you truly, truly are when you have those breakthroughs. So um, so we need to look at the body side of things and physically what toxins are coming in. And we also need to look at the belief systems and what toxins are there and what where they have come from and why they're still there after you've actually made some shifts and changes. And um, and when we look at emotions, if you if you really think about emotions, when we're living in a joyful state, we're at a very high frequency. We we you know people are attracted to people that are happy. They're bouncing off the walls as well. They really really are um, high energy. When you walk into a room, you know, wow, look at that person's energy. Whereas you'll see another person who's had a dreadful day or has had something happen to them or is living with a little bit of fear in them or is very, very stressed and living with some grief at the moment, that is a low frequency. It's a very low frequency. It's a low vibration. And so when you have those emotions that are living in your body, that's going to bring everything down in your system. So we need to, and I had a beautiful client this week and she got it. She really got it. She goes, oh my goodness. She says, I, um, I've got so many friends in Maui at the moment, and I know somebody that's lost their, their husband in Maui. And she says, but I was able to sympathize, empathize, you know, show all my sincere emotions around what was happening, but I didn't collapse into it. She said, I was so surprised that I was still very level-headed and I was still able to think, okay, so what could I do? What can I put in place? How can I support instead of collapsing into the emotion? And this is what a healthy body does. So when you've got a really healthy body and it's really in balance and you know that you've actually done the right things and the alchemy of your body in the cells are, are at a beautiful, beautiful vibration, you're able to handle the emotions. And so you don't collapse into those really, really deep, fearful emotions. You're actually more level-headed. Your, your thoughts are very clear. You're more innovative. You're more creative. And so now you go, okay, here is an event that happened. But mm. through this event, how can I actually add value to that instead of collapsing and, and adding more aggravation to that event? And this is what happens in relationships. This is what happens in families. This is what happens in friend circles. But this is what happens in the outside community as well, is if there were more of us where our bodies, our physical bodies were healthy, we'll actually be able to add more value with what we're thinking and how we're feeling. And that is bringing the two together. So that's why I just, you know, I feel the magic in it both. There's so much in that. And, you know, often when I interview people, I always learn about myself as well. So as you're talking, I feel like I resonate a lot with myself being very level-headed, very able to hear things, exciting news, tragic news, et cetera, and not collapse. However, I wondered how much of that, I read, before you made that comment, I was like, how much of that is me being super non-empathetic versus being very in integrity and very, not? it's not even confidence, very, so I don't, I'm not shaken easily, if you know what I mean. Um, 
and I didn't know how much of that. It's not that I don't care, but it doesn't like affect me the way it does affect some people. And I just thought that was because I have a lot of friends that are very empathetic and they will get very affected by things. And I just seem more, and resilience, the wrong word. It seems too egotistical. Yeah. So you're a hundred percent correct. And Arthur, what I call that a clean body, mm. a clear body, a body that is really crystal clear about you do feel, you do have empathy, but you don't collapse. And that, I, and and so, um, Natalie, I know, I know your, you know, your eating and your, your nutrition and your health. I'm sitting here having like a chocolate protein smoothie right now. <laughs> <laughs> but you are really, you are living that, and I think people that do live that, they 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 do resonate with what I'm saying because there's such a beautiful place where you can come up against somebody that has had a horrific thing happen and rather be of service to them. Mm-hmm instead of absolutely melting with them and and not supporting at all. So when there is a strength in your body, it's not about being not empathetic. It is about being there for them holistically. You are then able to serve them so much better. So you're in a really good space and a really good place. So please, you know, don't think anything else of, of yourself. It is really a good place to be. It's so interesting. And when you previously, you mentioned your client that you'd worked with that said, um, you know, oh, they revert back. And I was thinking that's so interesting because even though they've changed maybe their shopping list and they might be buying quote unquote healthy food and possibly eating healthy food, but their mindset has reverted back. And so let's talk about the power of the mind. So even if you're healthy and you're doing all the things with the fitness and whatever, if your mind's off, it throws everything off, right? Massive. Massive, massive. And I think we've all heard this before about, you know, people that are stage four cancer and they healed themselves. Well, that was their thought. Other people stage four cancer. Well, I'm, I'm finished in three months because that's that's the time limit that the doctor gave me. And so that's my time limit. And to that day, three months, you hear of people passing mm-hmm. away. That mind is that strong. It really is that strong. It It is the one thing that allows us to either believe that we're going to have a good life or throw us off course totally, really totally off course. So um, I truly believe in the belief alchemy. What happens there is we move through, and I do move through with my clients, I move through seven different steps of moving through the belief alchemy. And the first one is actually knowing that you're unconscious. So when people um, start with their first level of understanding is is really knowing that there is a part of you that's totally unconscious. And so when you make the food choices that you make, unconsciously you might go, oh, I'm I'm, I'm busy, I'm, I'm frantic, my tummy is grumbling, I'm just going to grab a bar, whatever that, I'll, I'll grab a health bar, you know, never mind that some of those health bars are so full of sugar that it's not really a health bar, but I'll just grab something on the run instead of, Really feeling into your body. Are you truly hungry? Is it an emotional hunger? Do you think that possibly your body is asking for some water and hydration and thirst? What else is going on in your system? So the first level is to move away from being unconscious and really move to a level of breaking through that awareness and that sense of who you truly are in that moment. And so you can make better decisions. And so the seven levels actually go through, I have seven levels, but four different stages. And the stages is unconscious, moving to consciousness, moving to super consciousness, and then moving into your soul consciousness. 
So that's really, really uh, where I move people to. So the, the, the first level is obviously unconscious. Then you move into this awareness. Then you move into um, a place that I call separation. And you separate from those old habits. You actually break free from those old habits. And some of those old habits, you can even trace back to your childhood. Because they say before you're seven years old, you just a sponge, you absorb everything. You don't just absorb from your parents, you absorb from your whole community. You absorb from your grandparents, from your aunts, from your uncles, from your cousins, whoever was around you in those first seven years had such an impact on your life. And often you've absorbed that and then you're still living that. I've had women in their 60s, I had this one lady, she's so beautiful. She goes, oh my goodness, when I speak, I hear my mother speaking to me when I was a child. She says, I've taken that on and I'm in my 60s and I still haven't broken through that. I'm still talking that same language. Whereas her mother went through the war time and she was told, finish everything on your plate because there wasn't much on the plate. Now we pile our plates and you go, finish everything on your plate and you wonder why we overeat. <laughs> so those are the type of things that people have stuck in their unconscious mind and in their subconscious, and it hasn't come through. It just comes through in the activities that you do. It comes through as old habits. So when you get to break those old habits, that's when you really see, what do I want in my life? I don't want to carry those, but what is true for me? And when you find out what is true for me, you, you bring your value to your authenticity, and you start living from that place. And then you can start climbing this ladder to having a more magical life. And I, I often say when we get to level five, it's about rebirth. And you can imagine that phoenix coming out of the ashes. And it's you. It's you rebirthing. But there's more after that. It's not just the rebirthing of the new you and how you're thinking about yourself. But it's also about connecting to who you truly are, which is a connection to your soul. It's a connection to your spirit, knowing that there is more to us. We are not just these physical beings. We're these physical beings that have manifested from a soul. And, um, and it's so beautiful because there's also a whole lot of resonance in that. If you think about your soul had to create some resonance before you became this physical form. And so in this resonance is our frequency. And that's what we absolutely living to this day. And then by, by the time we get to the level seven, it's, um, it's about oneness. It's about knowing that you are more than just an individual. You are connected to others. You, you do have um, a beautiful part of you that does want to serve others. You want to be here for others. And, um, and that's a magical part of your life. And so, yeah, so that's the journey that, that I normally take people on when I talk about belief alchemy. Do you feel like everyone or most people want to, as you said, serve others, you know, be here for others? I truly feel that, I mean, and there's a lot of people that are depressed nowadays. There mm -hmm. is a lot of people that are depressed. But I truly feel the one thing that gets people out of depression is when they start doing things for other people. Because when you can start doing things for other people, it might be something really small. It might be just making a meal for a friend next door. The gratitude that you feel from being in service to others far exceeds the feeling that you're actually feeling. So if you can start doing one little thing for in service to somebody else, you start feeling that. 
And I'm just a great believer in the more you give, the more you receive. The more that you're actually, you know, give with your your palms wide open and just give free freely, unexpectedly, you receive. It's just, it's just there. It's just, you know, the energy of, of the universe that we're in. It's the more you give, the more you receive. So the more that you can serve, the more that you can do for others, the more that you can actually um, use your talents, your knowledge, your experiences to transmute that into experiences for others. It's you are gonna just soar. And and when I think about it, look at look at somebody like Tony Robbins, like he's doing it on a massive scale. But you look at him and you look at how fulfilled his life is. His life is really fulfilled. We can do the same, but on a small basis. We can do that just for our family and friends and fee, feel just as fulfilled. I've definitely heard the similar thing said about um, anxiety. You know, if you're feeling anxious, uh, then being gr- just taking a moment and being grateful because you can't be, gr- is, this, is this correct? You can't be in gratitude and in- have anxiety at the same time. Have I got that right? A hundred percent. And when I um, often speak to to um, my coaching clients, I talk about them getting really in tune with their inner self-talk. And we we often have negative self-talk. You know, when we really start thinking about what what are the internal conversations that we have in our head, we all have them. By the way, we're not uh, we're not schizophrenic. We all have somebody who's talking in our head and somebody who's listening. And then and then, like, who do you listen to? What are the little conversations that we're having? But a lot of negative self talk can move to positive self talk with gratitude. So the minute that you are truly, truly grateful, like really grateful, and and it could be that you're grateful the beautiful sun is shining today, or you're grateful because the rain is watering your plants, or you're grateful for somebody, you know, being in your life, but then you deepen that and you start being really grateful for who you are and you're grateful for the journey that you've been on, even if it could be a traumatic journey you've been on, there's lessons along the way that you're so grateful that you've learned. Anytime there is gratitude, it does move you out of anxiety, deep stress, out of depression, because that gratitude is there for something beyond yourself. Yeah. I would love to hear from some of our listeners if this is resonating for you and if you're happy to share what um, what you're grateful for on your journey. Maybe it's in the last three years. What are you grateful for? Even though there's been some challenges, let us know if you're happy to read us read it out. You don't have to put your name, but you can. Uh, you can send a text, 2057, or email inbox at realitycheck.radio, and we would love to hear from you. Gratitude is so powerful. Um, what else have you got to share with us around these? I think you said seven steps and four other things. Uh, what else have you got to share with us around this um, frequency? If someone's feeling low or stressed or depressed, and there, I, I do want to raise my vibration, Carrie. I understand it's a good idea, it's a good thing, but how do I do it? Yeah. How? So I think this is when we go back and we've got to take a step back and go. The first thing we've got to do is look at this physical body. We really do have to look at the physical body. So the physical body is we have a lot of water in our body. Uh, We have a lot of water, but however, a lot of people don't flush that water out. So they're not putting new hydration into the system and we're not getting rid of the old. So I often um, use the analogy of um, if you think about a really um, a river that has been, um, you know, blocked with some rocks 
you know, in the middle of the river and it starts really stagnating and it gets a little bit green and mossy and it really starts getting a bit smelly, you know, and it's because there's no fresh water that has come through that. Yet we tend, if we can open up the stones and open up the rocks and let it flow and let the new water flow through it, then we've still got all the bacteria and the microbiome, but it's now sparkling. It's now, it's now just a beautiful flowing river. That's what our intestines are like. Our intestines have got all the microbiome in there and they can get a little bit sludgy and a little bit stuck. And we need to flush that out. So water and hydration is so key for me, so key for me. If your skin is feeling dry, it's, it's actually a sign that internally you need more water. And I'd like to really offer this because I've done this with thousands of international clients. If you can drink, 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 drink during the day. So I, I'm always a huge fan of drinking between two and three liters of water during the day. Then after you've done that, you have one glass of water on the side of your, basically just before you jump into bed. So if you sit in bed and you have, you have a glass of water right before you put your head down on the pillow. If you do not wake up to go to the toilet. It's a sign that your body's hydrated. Okay. If you wake up to go to the toilet, it's a sign that your body needs more water. Really? Yes. Because think about what is that water doing during the day? During the day, your body is working hard. You're moving the body. The lymphatic system is moving. You're flushing toxins. So the body wants to flush the toxins. Then... When, at, when you sleep at night, your body doesn't want to wake up. It wants to rest. It wants to heal. It wants to regenerate those cells. So it wants to use that water in the cells to do the healing. But if you haven't flushed toxins during the day, the body's going to go, hang on a minute. I can't do my job. I still need to flush more toxins out. Mm. So a good way for you to measure if you're having enough water and if you're flushing enough toxins is to just do that little experiment at nighttime. You don't have to do it every night, but just do it just to test whether you feel your body is hydrated or not. And I've honestly done this with thousands of people, all different ages. I'm talking even people in their 80s. And it works. It works. If you've had enough water during the day, you still will not get up at nighttime to go to the toilet. Oh my goodness. Okay. This might be like massive game changer. I'm going to share this little secret with you and thousands of people across New Zealand. I literally will sleep through the night probably once or twice a year. Wow. Without having to get up at least twice to go to the toilet. Wow. We, I'm talking wheeze. Yes. Yeah. Yes. yes. So maybe I'll try a little experiment. So it's incredible, Natalie, because so many people, they go, but I drink enough water. I drink enough water. But it also depends on, well, what's your body trying to heal from? What's your body trying to flush out? So if you do, you need to up that by another at least 500 mils to a liter in the day, and then you'll see the difference at night time. Because some of the guidance around that, and I've tried this one, is like, you know, stop, drink, don't drink anything after 7 p.m., you know, that kind of a thing. Yes. So, but then I'm, maybe I'm dehydrated, and that's the problem. That's exactly it. That's okay. exactly it. And and I've done this to myself as well. I have drunk and drunk so much during the day, and I've continued to drink at nighttime, and I will not wake up to go to the toilet. So, but then if I've had a full day out and I've been in the sun, and I and I've exerted myself, and I've realised that I actually haven't drunk enough, 
I'll get up and go to the toilet in the middle of the night. Interesting. Yes, it's really fascinating, but try it. Just All right, listeners, we want to hear from you too if you're keen to do what I'm going to call the toilet test. No, the water experiment. No, the beds. Anyway, we're going to call it whatever you want, but let us know if you give it a go and it works for you. I'm going to definitely try that one. While we're speaking of water, are you talking about like filtered water is best? So filtering the water if possible. Do you add lemon or salt or apple cider vinegar? So I, I, I'm, filtered water is just a must. doesn't matter where we are in the world. Um, you know, some countries have bacteria. Some countries have heavy metals in the water. Whatever, whatever we have, we need to filter the water. But honestly, just filtered still water is magic for our bodies, absolutely magic for our bodies. If you're a type of person that can't drink enough water, what I would do then is add the lemon, add the cucumber, add Mm. the mint, add the strawberries, add the blueberries, add anything that's natural that is just going to change that taste a little bit and you'll be able to get more of that water in. Um, I'm a huge fan of doing a, um, a water fast, but that's, I think, I think that's going to be for another, (laughs) another show. But um, I, when I am drinking loads of water, I then do put some either Celtic salt or Himalayan salt into my water so that it just actually allows my body to have more minerals. Mm. This is when I'm drinking five plus liters a day. Yeah. Okay. Some good tips there. You mentioned still water. So let's just touch on that. So it's not fizzy water because that's acidic. Is that correct? Correct. Correct. Okay. No, no carbonated water. Right. No and is that water. is that generally a good tip to try to avoid carbonated water anyway, or is it just for this whole bedtime routine? No, I think it's really a good idea just to avoid it. You know, when you think about it, we're trying to alkaline our bodies. We we're trying to make sure that our bodies are. Um, and I, and I think I just need to clarify: we need high stomach acidity. So the acidity in our stomach needs to be high in order to break down the foods. But the rest of our body needs to be alkaline. And so that is uh, the combination that we're needing. When we're putting carbonated water in, we're actually putting a lot of acidity into our body. And so, and, and people will, they'll go to the toilet a lot with that. And it's because their body actually just wants it out. It wants mm-hmm. it out all the time. So um, nice, just normal, natural, still water that you know has been filtered is just the key. Absolutely the key. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm going to do it. And I love my essential oils. One that I love to help me drink more is green mandarin. It's so amazing. I'll just put a drop of that in. Okay. I'm going to drink so much water today. <laughs> Come on. I'm sorry. And tonight and before bed, it's going to be great. Yeah. Then the and, next thing to look at with the body, because as we're trying to increase the frequency of the body, yeah. we need to also realize that we cannot survive without oxygen. So we do need those deep breathing exercises, or we do need at least the the um, the breathing through the nose. If we breathe through our nose, our sinus passages are actually um, they're there to condition the oxygen to be absorbed into the bloodstream quicker. So if you're a mouth breather, often you're actually getting too much in, and the lungs the lungs can't actually condition that oxygen, and we don't get enough oxygen into the bloodstream so breathe in really nicely and deeply through the nose that is a huge huge thing that we need to focus on and then a study was done a number of years ago with just a lot of people all around the world looking for who lives the longest you know what are the type of people that live the longest where do they live what do they eat you know what are their routines and it was incredible because what was discovered is that the people that lived the longest had the largest lung capacity which means they had a lot of oxygen in their body. 
And so the way that we can get a large lung capacity is to hold that breath. So that's why when you breathe in, you hold, you breathe out. Because in the hold, you're bringing that oxygen right to the bottom of the lungs and you're actually utilizing the whole lungs. When you think about doing beautiful, rhythmic, deep breathing like that, it's also calming the system. And with us being so stressed nowadays, a lot of everything that we move through in our body can't be released because everything is so tightly held. But with deep breathing exercises, we're getting oxygen into the system. We're opening up the arteries and the veins. We're detoxing the body. So deep breathing is just, it's key. It's absolutely key for us to have a good, good, healthy body to help increase that vibration. Amazing. So we've talked about water. We've talked about breathing. You talked earlier about beliefs, like the the inner thoughts in our head. Um, anything else about the link between body and beliefs and this alchemy that you want to cover before I ask you the four questions? I, I want to say to everybody, and I know that it can be really difficult in today's world because of so much going on, but we got to have some fun. We just got to have yes. some fun. And so plan some fun events. Plan stuff where you're going to have a laugh. We have beautiful family game evenings. You know, just plan fun stuff to do in your life because having fun is going to increase your resonance. It's going to increase your frequency. It's going to help your mindset. It's going to help your body realize that it's a safe place to be able to do what you need to do. So I want to just encourage everybody, have some fun. (laughs) It's so helpful. And we're thinking, of course, I mean, I guess, other people will be doing the same thing. I'm thinking for myself. I'm thinking for my clients. I'm thinking for my kids as well. All about, you know, the water. Great. You the breathing. Oh, I'm trying. I've got two mouth breathers in my family trying with the breathing. Um, if you guys missed my interview, I did an interview all about breathing with Dina Siniza. So, um, definitely check that out as well. Um, and of course the mindset, and that's something that's ongoing, right? We have to keep working at it and keep catching ourselves when we lapse into critical or negative thoughts. 100%. Absolutely 100%. And it's amazing because the more that you are in a higher um, joyful state, the quicker you catch yourself spiraling down. Yeah. Because the joyful becomes the norm? It does. It does. The excitement, the positivity. You then look at things that happen in your life and you go, what is the good in that? What's the lesson in that that I need to learn? What do I need to learn from that that I can actually help others with? You know, you look at life in a whole different way. And I have a beautiful, beautiful friend, 73 years old. Um, She's aiming to live at about 120. So she's really going for it. She's really enjoying her life. And when I look at her, I look at her and I think, Margaret, how are you always in such a joyful state? And she goes, I take everything in my life and I just love it. I love my life. I love what I'm doing. I love everything that's happening in my life. And I think if you come from life from a point of view of love and fun, it starts happening like that more and more. And you do start having a really, really healthy mindset. Um, And that's, that's from, you know, from small little steps, but they gradually grow until you actually have this beautiful life. That's so great. You know, I have a a motto myself, like it's kind of, if you don't love it, don't do it. And also I do, I do follow the joy. Like I do what lights me up and that's very in alignment for me. I'm a three, five generator in terms of human design languaging. And I really am to be guided by doing what lights me up not, um, so much duty and obligation. Um, but what, so especially with what we are 
navigating at the moment. And I think what's also coming down the track, meaning more challenges, more opportunities for us to stand up, speak out, stand in integrity and everything. Um, being in a positive vibration is going to help us stay well, right? And not lapse back into poor mental health, but also body health. How, how do we do that? You know, if we get another kind of curveball thrown at us, I'm not going to name any names of what might be coming down the path, but you know, yes, given what we've been through in the last three years, how can we stay in that high vibe? Yes. A big thing is to remember that you are the average of the five people you most hang around with. So who is in your five? Who's in your circle of five? And so I would encourage people to get with like-minded people. Get with people that are going to up your vibration, that are going to have fun with you, that are going to just love life with you. You know, who are those people that you can really turn to and go, I'm having a bad day. You're going to pick me up. You're going to make sure that you're going to up my vibration. And every time I look at you, I'm smiling. I'm smiling. Who are those people? You need to surround yourself with people that are really, really going to be there for you through all the times, through the, through the tough times, but are going to help you to realize why they're happening and to really, really make sure that you, you've got it as much as what they've got it. So being in a community, being in a tribe, being somewhere where there are other people that can absolutely make you smile, I think is key. It's absolutely key. You know, that reminds me like the first time because you came to my networking club, my Empowered Connections networking club. And it's always interesting when people come and they try it out. And I'm like, you know, and my people are just doing their thing. They're just speaking their truth. They're just being who they are, which I love. And you, you, as many before you did, you were like, yep, these are my people. You know, I'm in. And -hmm. that is one of the reasons I started it. And I'm a big believer in, I agree with you, the people you hang around um, in terms of matching and raising your own vibration it's such a great time to be very intentional about who you're spending your so your very valuable time and energy with. Absolutely. And that's what you said. It's intentional, 100%. And I've said this to a lot of people because what they've realized is that there's people really close to them in their life that pull them down and they feel the energy being pulled down. And I said, you know, you don't have to be nasty to them, but you just slowly, slowly just start doing less with them. You know, you start having less activities with them, less experiences with them. You just slowly, slowly move yourself away from them and move yourself towards people that are actually going to spark you light you up really going to make you happy and you'll find you'll find that tribe of people that just really think like that and um and as i said you don't have to do it in a nasty way but you just gently gently move away and um and do what's good for you you know do what feels good for you because that that is going to make you actually be there for others in the long run I absolutely agree. All right. So Carrie, can you share with us one thing you've done in the last year where you truly upped your brave? Wow. Okay. So um, I think for me, I am, um, I'm so not, uh, number one, a tech person or anybody that um, puts themselves out there on social media. I'll be very, very honest with you. Um, I, I, you know, so many people have said to me, you've got so much to share and you need to share more. And, and, um, and so I did this um, beautiful uh, photo shoot uh, where I, I, I did, I just thought, okay, um, um, I've got to have these professional photographs done and I've got to be able to, um, in order to help more people, I've got to let more people know that I'm around. And so that's a hard thing for me to do sometimes is to allow people to 
to come into my space and to, you know, to really hear me. So, yes, I did this beautiful photo shoot with this wonderful, wonderful photographer. And um, and we were on the beach and we had this beautiful, the rainy Tota Island in the background. And we were doing this photo shoot. And it was just so amazing because she was getting me to jump up. I had a dress on. She was getting me to jump up in the air and doing everything else. And, and it just turned out to be so spontaneous and so beautiful. And I think... Um, this, the big thing is learning something new and doing something out of your comfort, comfort zone for me is upping your brave. And so I've had to learn a little bit more about the technology of social media. I've had to put myself out a little bit more. And it's scary. It's really scary sometimes when you go, you know, because I think all of us are a little bit worried about what people think about what, you know, who we are and what we are. But the time is so right for me. I just feel so ready. Um, and so, yes, so I do have a beautiful program and retreats that I've put together. And I thought people need to hear and and I can help. I can help. And so in order for me to help, um, I've, I've had to step into a huge confidence side of me that sometimes is not there. It's not there. So, um, so yes, I think um, getting out of my comfort zone um, in this last year, Natalie, has been quite something that I've had to work on. So, um, so yes, I think that's that's probably what's coming to mind. <laughs> well, you know, I'm a huge fan of the power of photos and especially as we evolve as people, but uh, business owners and the message that we're putting across. I think you and I reconnected because I'm on your email list and you had an email about Vitality Goddess, your program. And I was like, that sounds like me. So that's when I reached out to you. And of course, having photos that are fully in alignment with what you're offering is, is so important. So good on you. What is something on your bucket list? This is something that you'd love to do, be, or experience in your lifetime that we could possibly help you to do. Um, so a huge thing for me, and and I suppose because of everything that I've learned over the years and, and where I'm aiming to go is, yeah, Natalie, I'd love to speak to millions. I want to make an impact to millions. I, I, you know, to be able to stand on that stage and be able to just, you know, share the experiences of what what my clients have been through and how I've helped them, but how I can just help so many more. And so for me, what drives me is opportunities to be able to speak like we're doing right now and opportunities to be able to share and opportunities to be able to touch more people and to be able to help as many people as possible. I think um, this world really isn't a place where we need to take our own um, health and wellness in our own control. And I'd love to be able to help people and coach people to say, you can do it. You absolutely can do it. Um, and here's some steps that you can do to, to obviously implement it and do it. Um, but yes, I'd love to get out there more and talk to more people. You know, I often say that I help the people who help the people. Yes. And so if we can help Carrie, everybody, because she helps the people, if we can help Carrie to get out to more people, that's her bucket list. But it's also massive, massive impact. And I do think health and wellness is something that people are starting to want more understanding on how their body actually works and the impact of emotions and mindset and also nutrition, which is since you've certified in so many, so many different things. Perfect. So if anyone has any connections for that or any ideas, get in touch with Carrie. How can we get in touch with you? Uh, so I, I, I now have all social media <laughs> handles. So I'm on LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook. Um, my website is kerrydell.com or um, kepshealth.com. Um, so yes, just reach out to me with any of those social medias and I'll be there. 
Okay, so carriedell.com, I'm going to spell it because Carrie can be spelled many different ways. K-E-R-R-Y, Dell, D-E-L-L.com. And Keps Health, is it K-E-P-S? Health.com. Com, got it. Amazing. You guys can get in touch with Carrie. What is coming up for you, either in your life or in your business, in the next few months? Well, I am super, super excited, actually, because... um, there is um, a retreat that I'm putting together, which is the Body and Belief Alchemy Retreat. Here in New Zealand, I'm doing a two-day uh, immersive retreat. I've got one coming up on the 28th of October and then another one on the 16th of November. And then early in the new year, I'm doing a more intensive immersion, which is six days. And here in New Zealand, it's going to be the uh, 5th of February. But I'm also going to be doing one in South Africa, which is going to be at a bush lodge because a lot of my clients have said to me, you know, the energy of a land is so Mm. different. And I said, absolutely. The energy of New Zealand is so different to the energy of South Africa um, and to get in touch with nature. So um, on the retreats here, I think it's a beautiful time for us to get away from our normal routines, get out into nature. It's on an island um, and no contact with anybody for two days. Or if you choose the six day one, we, we going to move into some silence for that as well and then in the um in the african bush it's really about connecting with the wild animals and the wilderness and and feeling that energy um because that is helping to nurture the nature and so um and so yes i've got those retreats coming up which i am super super excited about um i actually head back to um south africa in a month's time and I'm there just setting everything up and making sure that we're all on track for the new year. Um, and I'm at- attending my niece's wedding. She lives in Brisbane, but she's going back to Cape Town to get married. So I've got a beautiful family reunion to mm. attend um, in the month's time as well. So that is so exciting. So exciting what you've got coming up. And I love the concept of that body and belief alchemy retreat. Amazing. All right, Carrie, before we wrap it up, is there anything else you want to share with our audience today? I think, uh, you know, what is coming to the forefront of my mind right now is, um, is, you know, just don't forget to have fun. You know, you've heard the saying over and off, over, you know, laughter is the best medicine. And so if it means that you've, you know, you've got to look for something, you know, on social media that makes you laugh, if you've got to plan an event, but really, really um time to have fun in your life is now it's now more than ever let's um let's up our frequency by having a lot of fun amazing thank you so much carrie for joining us today and thank you everyone for listening carrie dell talking about frequency activation for body and belief alchemy thanks so much thank you thank you natalie you're listening to up your brave on rcr reality check radio